Hi, this is Randy Randall of No Age and host of the podcast Hyphen It with Randy Randall. I want to welcome our newest sponsor of the show, DistroKid. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms and artists keep 100% of their royalties. Hyphenate listeners get 30% off at distrokid.com backslash VIP backslash hyphenate. Again, that's distrokid.com backslash VIP backslash H-Y-P-H-E-N-A-T-E. Go get your music streaming everywhere now. I can't believe that the fine young men of Mudvayne would be so uh, callous. <laughs> Good morning. Happy oh, President's hi. Day, Monday, February 19th here <laughs> on the Halftime Hyphenate. All these presidents. <laughs> we love, love them all. So many presidents on a leap yeah. year and an election year. I think it was a full moon on a Friday the 13th. That's all we need for the trifecta. Yes, a wolf, a super wolf moon. <laughs> so what what um, what kind of uh, water situation are we going to talk about this week? Right. So what did we have? Tornado, we had, uh... Like hurricanes? Or, uh... <laughs> well, we almost had a tornado, right? Wasn't there a tornado in San Diego? Oh, really? It almost happened. That was some San Diego ago. got. Yeah. San Diego, flooded. like this, this the, the these uh, storms seem to be. Reek, wreaking havoc, wrecking havoc, wreaking havoc. Yeah, like you and, havoc. Um, like anywhere south of Long Beach seems to be just getting like pummeled. Oh my god! Yeah, it was like it's almost like that's where all the water goes. You know, from up north, it just all kind of just yeah. floods down that way. Well, and I was I was saying I was talking to Michelle about it. You know, because she's a landscape yeah. architect. She's smart. And I'm like, she what? Knows these things. She's a professional. Well, it, it just doesn't. It's not like like when we lived in LA. There was always the time where it was like, here comes the torrential downpour and you get like four or five inches of rain. Yeah. It would happen every couple of years. And, you know, everybody's stuff would flood and the LA river, you know, I've seen the LA river almost up to the bridges a couple of times. And, and, but, but San Diego never seemed to flood back then. Like I never, yeah, and now point? it is. And, um, a theory I don't know if it's even a theory, but an idea is that because of so much new construction, that actually there's so much rain coming off of roofs because there's so many more new roofs and new concrete and new this and that. Oh, I see. That it's an that that if you get if you don't get ten years of rain, but you have ten years of construction, then you get these crazy downpours. Then all of a sudden, the the where the water goes is so messed up that it just starts. Cause these used to be, it's the same amount. Empty it's fields like a, or, or like dirt that would just absorb the water. Yeah. Now that would absorb it or it would. Wow. Yeah. Which I had never thought of the fact. I mean, of, and of course this is her job is to think of these things and to know, and to be much, much smarter than my stupid <laughs> brain. I'm like, are we sure that it's not some other government seeding the clouds <laughs> over San Diego because we have military bases Ooh. there? I don't know. That's where my brain went first. Uh, I was going to go with aliens. Like, I, I instantly go with like, aliens. Or it could, yeah, or it could be roofs, more roofs. <laughs> oh, I guess it that makes a little too much here. sense. Listen here, buzzkill. Yeah, hey. hey That's yeah. no fun. I can't, I can't write a blog post about roofs. <laughs> Well, that's amazing. How's your roof well, hanging in there? Is your roof good? Speaking of roofs, roofs are always. Our roof is good, except for we 
we did have one little the first time we've had any kind of roof leak but it was so minimal that there was like two drops on the floor and we're like oh we didn't we just thought it was walking in with someone with water on their coat or something and then looked up and there's just a little tiny bit of water on one of the beams so we're like ugh. Okay. It makes me so nervous. I like my- we, we already have a our closet floods oh, every time right. we get too that. much. Oh my God. So um so we already we but we have that down. Like once that happens, so now I have here's my here's Leo. Here, Leo well, now is also <laughs> You know what I have to say about roofs? <laughs> does does Leo um, hate Mondays and eat lasagna? Yes. Yeah. He obviously eats lasagna. I can barely pick him up. <laughs> he loves being fat. Um, he also just sits on the heater and now so he he'll put a con because we have like those floor like the floor vent heaters okay and uh we now have like this little step stool that we have for the kitchen and he now we put that above the heater and he just sleeps on the step stool all day uh, yeah. he's he's the yeah, king of the up. house you obviously. set him up with the, the perfect spot yeah we don't want him to be um, sad or angry because then he he wakes us up at three thirty in the morning. Uh, he knows whining. He knows he gets get up. You. Yeah, he gets up on uh, Michelle's dresser and we have like a like a piece of art up there, like a photo, framed photo, and he puts his hand on the frame and oh. just goes like this duck, 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 and hits duck, it. Duck, so it goes kung 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 kung. Wake up, yeah, assholes. for no reason. Wake up. Yeah, oh, no, there's even, a reason. Like, there's a reason. All right, <laughs> so no, come up. No, he has food. He just wants me to watch him eat. Oh, it's yeah. very That's manipulative. That's what he wants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, it's my house, bitch. Yeah. Watch me eat. <laughs> and then, so now I've got the thing where I get up and I walk halfway up the stairs and he runs up the stairs and goes and starts eating before I realize I'm not up there. And then I go back and just lay down, <laughs> go to bed. Those fun times. Oh my God. Yeah. Cats. Cats are cats, cats are man. What are you going to yeah. do? Cats. Yeah, just keep keep doing whatever they tell you to do. That's just just don't resist. Just let allow them to rule the rule yeah. the house. Oh wait, I do have a I do have a water question. Oh, sure. I realized with all this water happening, is water considered intelligent? Whoa! Because what, what are the because, signs of intelligence? Well, because water is always like going. Are you, t- are you asking Siri? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Siri, is water considered intelligent? Yeah. Because water is always having to find the easiest route down or it finds little ways to get down. And it's probably the most destructive. I'd imagine it's the most destructive, destructive force of nature. Mm. Do you think water? It'd have to oh, be, absolutely, right? right? It'll go through stone, yeah. it'll go through metal, it can go through anything. Yeah, and it seeps through concrete. Like that's the problem we have in our... Like when we get too much water, the water actually just completely seeps into the ground around the house. And then it seep, starts seeping into the concrete because of a ceiling issue that I'm going to fix this spring, I swear. That's so funny. But then it slowly seeps in, seeps in and then it seeps in like up underneath. And I'm like, ah, oh, water, it's, it's very smart. Yeah. Well, water is no dummy. <laughs> well, I just Googled what are the signs of intelligence and there's a, it's a whole other rabbit hole. I feel like it's like curious, highly creative, good thinking ability. You tend to worry about things. Excellent memory for details. Intuition. Being mm, empathetic. Interesting. You contemplate the big questions. I don't, so I don't know if this yeah. can apply to water. I was hoping I would get it. Does, does, water, like- does water have a good sense of humor? Does it like to read books? 
<laughs> I mean, is it is it just being is it is it being run like I guess water is kind of being run by gravity. So would, would gravity be the intelligence? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. These these questions yeah. are too magnets. How do they work? I like this. Okay. Yeah, could we write a song about this? <laughs> what is it? Send it to insane class, insane clown posse. What is? People also ask, how do I know if I'm intelligent? And it says, intelligence and curiosity go hand in hand. Intelligent people tend to be inquisitive not only about everyday curiosities, but also about quote unquote the big questions, pondering philosophical topics like the meaning of life in the universe. Answering these questions, though, is that another story? Oh no! The real question is. Are you and I smarter than water? Oh, no. Definitely not. Definitely not. I, yeah, water definitely would kill not. me. I think of all the things that could kill me in life, <laughs> yeah. water would be the first one I would blame. If I, ever, if I ever show up dead, I would definitely suspect water first. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever been uh, close to a water, uh, a, a bad water incident? Water. Within myself, um, I grew up with a dad who was a surfer and he thought it was really funny when he would take me out on the board and push me in big waves. And then I yeah. watched the nose, like the nose of the board, like start purling, start going underwater and I get yeah. launched, you know, like, yeah. like, a almost like a catapult into, yeah. into the waves into the surf and, and um, just get turned over, turned around in a washing machine and have my sinuses cleared out and cough up water yeah. on uh that's probably from about four to eight. I kind of grew up okay. doing that, so I feel like I had had some um, base level traumatic uh, waterboarding memories. Yeah, I think my earliest <laughs> memories are of, of drowning, and yeah. and with a dad laughing while I, you know, try to grab onto his knee caps or like anything like yeah. the hem of his trunks to prevent from drowning. With um, salt water just just burning my eyes, mouth, and nose and throat, and everything coughing it up. So I have a sort of early onset um, fear of drowning. Over, yeah, yeah. Over the years, I've been pretty lucky though. I think I mostly just try to stay away from it. <laughs> yeah, because of all that stuff, I try to. I'll go do a little bit of swimming around. You know, just jump in there, get get my knees wet, and maybe dunk my head like once every couple of years. That's about as comfortable as I feel in the water. Yeah, the ocean. <laughs> the ocean can be pretty scary. It can be pretty rough. Yeah, I think I've had I had a couple of times where I was um, trying learning how to surf and went out into. I, by the way, I never learned. Of course not. No. I could I could surf a little bit only because I could snowboard, and so I could I could kind of get up and balance, but I never had the I never could whatever I I could yeah. not surf. Um, but went out into waves that were too like that I kind of had no business being out in, and uh, got tumbled the wrong way, like into the reef instead oh. of into the the other side no. and then had to try to you know swim out and got like the time where there's like five waves coming and you just know you're gonna have to duck all of them Ugh. and by the fourth one you're like oh my god this i don't know what am i where am i what am i doing <laughs> why and, am i yeah why am i yeah uh well, it's, yeah, that it's time. But I, what i was gonna say is that i was on a uh, music video shoot once right when i moved to la and i was paing with uh, the uh, famous Chrississippi. Oh, okay, yes, yes. And um, and we were future guest. I would imagine at some point we got to have him on here. Oh man! Oh, he's got some stories. Oh, he used to be on our radio show all the time. <laughs> he actually used to call. Um, he would get phone numbers from 
uh, women in jail who wanted to like have a correspondence with people or no letters. He would write letters back and forth. And then we'd have like the, we'd read the letters on, on the radio show and they were amazing. Anyway, he's got a lot of, Chris has more stories than all of us combined. But, um, I met him when he, when he first got to town, he I worked at a, at a skate shop in 99 on Melrose and he just came in looking to like check out skateboards. We got to talk. Right, he, was, he, was he, was just, he just moved from Mississippi. He was working on the Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, just literally just showed up. It's like on on like on the curbside, and I, and I yeah. saw him there. And we, um, and I, was, and I was like, oh, I play music, I skate, you know, all stuff. He's like, I do too. And so we came back to the house we lived at that there and off Melrose, and like you know, we hung out for you know for months. I don't think there's anyone who's better at making friends. Oh my god, than Sippy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we were on this. We were on this job. We could. We could actually talk about. We could do a pre-podcast. Oh my god! A hyphenate pre-time for <laughs> yeah. Sippies, and then see what he says on yeah. the podcast. See, that would be amazing. Remembers what, what his yeah, I would love was. it. Oh my god! I would love it. Well, we were on this, and it, it was a mud vein. Do you know that band? Oh, okay, yeah. mud vein. Sure. Like technical metal face mat, face paint, <laughs> the whole thing. One, and, of, my, one um, of my favorite veins. Bands. Yeah, the, the mud van. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, and they were shooting a video on the beach, and they had the, all the PAs. They had us put all of this like medical equipment all over the beach. Sure. It was kind of like apocalyptic something, and then the waves started coming up, and then like slowly <laughs> washing away these like medical beds. And like stuff that everything was floating out in the ocean. I mean, I think that was the theory. And then they realized very quickly how uncontrollable even a nice day at the beach is. And then they had uh, this woman, a very old woman who is old enough to maybe, like, I don't think she really said anything. Like she was in her 90s probably. Oh, my God. And she was like laying on the beach and she was supposed to, I I don't know. Dying. I don't know what she was doing but probably almost. And so she is like kind of in this hole in the sand and they're like, and then the water's just going to come up and and the water is coming up and they're like, just uh, try to stop some of the water with like a sheet of plywood. Nope. They're like, what? You just stand with a sheet of plywood. It's just your, a little water. Your job is to keep this ninety-year-old woman alive. Oh, yeah. head is sticking out of oh, the ocean. Is yeah. she really buried? Is she buried up to her neck? Yeah, no. But she was like kind of laying in a pit. Okay, I don't know. God damn. This was twenty-five, uh, twenty-four yeah. years ago, and I was uh, those are the being paid days. like seventy, like a seventy dollars. You know, for a fourteen-hour day. Uh, if like the at the least, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone quit after this video, by the way. <laughs> but then, uh, and yeah, the water, just like a set wave came in and was like, we're like, this is not gonna, and then it knocked the- the Plywood uh, into her head. Plywood, <laughs> almost, went like kind of over her, oh, and God. she got buried in the water. And and I don't remember who came in and grabbed her out of the water. And I'm like, yeah, this is not happening. A, PAs should not be- doing any of this yeah there's a few full stunt people and what are you what are we even doing here yeah <laughs> so anyway the power of water well i, I can't believe that the fine young men of mudvane would be so uh, callous as to not care for the uh, 
for the yeah i think it was the production company i don't want to i don't want to blame the mud vein the vein i don't want to blame the vein don't blame the vein. uh don't blame the vein oh my god okay the bass player in that band in that band was like a uh an extreme uh like person (laughs) no no like an amazing jazz jazz guy like he jazz bass okay was out of control as well yeah that, those were the days yeah. those that that picture there with the i think this is when they're older oh okay yeah, okay. They, yeah. sorry for for the listeners at home we are viewing some pictures of mud vein go ahead and do oh, yourself yeah, a looking. favor and just google the yeah. words mud vein and uh mud vein and you will come up with the, yeah. the jazz I remember them being very the jazz they, musicians they were uh, yeah yeah they were nice guys yeah they kind of look anyway, like that, like uh slip knots sort yeah. of more melted <laughs> cousin right like very much in the vein of Slipknot, same time period, gotcha. like late nineties, the f- early two thousand, like two thousand. This, I mean, this story was probably two thousand or two thousand one. Wow. wow! But speaking of musicians, <laughs> speaking of Bud Bain, <laughs> I'm going to go down a Bud Bain rabbit hole here. Um, yeah, so uh, Brian, Brian Chippendale, Chippendale, you know, used to play in Mudvayne. Yeah, they tried out for Mudvayne. You'll hear it in the episode. It's, it's a, amazing. It's a it's a thin line though, right between. Um, you know, Kiss or like Insane Clown yeah. Posse or Limp Bizkit yeah. and then and then Lightning Bolt. Because technically, you know, they are tech, you know, it's a technical, you know, musician, fast, it's fast, yeah. loud, kind of heavy music. Wears a mask. With the masks, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and uh, kind of almost a costume of sorts. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, I guess, I guess we're, you know, maybe I'm just a snob. Maybe I'm just a dick. I think, but I guess there's something that almost it, it, there's something that, that equates. It's just it's it feels like art school instead of um, um, side like uh, Jim Rose sideshow. Side show. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. I don't guess. Yeah, I don't know how you like dressing up to to kind of like build out these characters to sell records as oh, opposed right. to a, like as opposed to like building out these characters to be a part of an art project where the characters make sense with the fans and with the art and with the, and you're definitely not trying to make music that is going to sell a lot of records necessarily. So unlistenable music with, with, with less (laughs) Halloween costume, more um, folk art. And then, and yeah, unlistenable music with folk art kind of uh, costumes and uh yeah handmade something yeah there you go the, the, yeah that's the lightning bolt story that'll be the blurb yeah for the, for the best of <laughs> not quite mud vein no not quite mud vein but but there are similarities i wonder though there. yeah i never thought to ask ryan if, if he's if they'd ever gotten asked to open up for any of these these kind of crazier bands i could see like a system of the down or or red hot chili peppers or something something kind of insane probably asking them to I, open up. I mean i'd imagine that those those guys i mean i i feel like it's this is going to be a weird turnaround, but I feel like that there's <laughs> the, there, there's like a Mars Volta oh, kind yeah. of thing where like the Mars Mars Volta was the band that all of the huge bands loved. Like they oh, would go oh, on, like the, they would get open. They would go like, out red, with red like peppers. Yeah, yeah. Rage Against the Machine, or they would go out with like. I mean, I remember seeing them like first when we first moved here and went to the uh, what was it the K K Rock. Uh, weenie roast oh yeah and it was but this was uh when they were this was at the drive-in and at the drive-in was loved by like 
every band that played, you know, it was like No Doubt and all of these other big bands were like, oh my God, I can't wait to see at the drive-in. Like the, everybody said that on the mic and they were like the band that all these <laughs> other bands. And then when they played, I think all the other fans of the bands were like, wait, what? <laughs> this band is like t- a totally different experience. I feel like Lightning Bolt would be that way for a lot of bands. They would hear them or see them play and go, oh my God, I wish I was in a band like that still. Yeah. No, I, I feel uh, like there would, there would be that vibe. Totally. No, I mean, it was around that same sort of time too. I think, you know, Lightning Bolt definitely were touring and active when At The Drive-In was touring and active. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was trying to see, I was trying to look up to see if they ever opened up for anybody. I don't know. I'm not seeing anything <laughs> there. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, we've talked about this now for a couple of times, but that <laughs> I've like, I've, I saw them maybe two or three times, but then um, when I saw them once in LA and went to the show and again they played they set up on the floor right behind the band that played before them which i remember it being pink and brown but i could completely be wrong <laughs> but could be uh, right though that could have been the time and we were looking at one band and then all of a sudden that band stops lightning bolt plays and we look back and like 10 feet behind us they're already set up and we never saw them setting up. <laughs> it's like a magic trick. Like a David yeah, Copperfield. totally. Voila. And they're twice as loud. They're twice as loud as whoever played before. Yeah. And it's just There's like no Sonic. It's, it's just, yeah, their own amps. His drumming never stops and the bass kind of never stops. And I loved when he said in the interview that he pictures himself singing like Rihanna. <laughs> right. He's like, you know, I have kind of like a Rihanna vibe. Like when I'm singing that, like that's what's in my head. That's how I'm, I'm singing. That's amazing. <laughs> but I guess you could, like, I guess it is kind of high pitched. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's so affected with distortion and everything that all it really sounds like is like. <laughs> but really, like, if you took all that away, he could be like, yeah, singing like Rihanna. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what was her song? Uh, like a diamond in the sky. <laughs> it's, I, it's just like. It's a, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. Hey, it's yeah. like just a little hey, faster. Hey. Yeah. 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 I love it. Um, but then yeah. I, what I was going to say is that I had like a point and shoot and I have, I don't know, maybe 10 frames of photos from that, like being right next to the drums and oh my God. You're like holding the drums with your, with my foot. Oh God. Yeah, and yeah. then like someone else is holding the cymbal stand and then someone is keeping people from knocking over the, the, um, Brian, the other Brian's, uh, rig, like the, all of the bass and everything. And then years later, when I went back to look at those photos, it was like five of people that I was friends with after that. I didn't know during that show. And I was like, Oh my God, that's James. Oh, that's Chris. Oh, oh that's so Everybody was so-and-so. And I was like, before we ever knew each other. So it's one of those, I feel like those are those stories that like everybody has kind of like, uh, live lightning bolt stories you should try to really find those bringing, pictures if you can It'd be amazing. Yeah, they're bringing bringing dudes together <laughs> the one a lot thing, of dudes a lot of dudes you're right yeah there's a dude <laughs> kind of thing happening there but sensitive you know sensitive dudes yeah sensitive dudes that have a uh that have a soft edge to them yeah some kind of already like, definitely not an aggressive yeah. thing but you know yeah aggressive at times yeah more like self-aggression maybe <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm trying to remember yeah so we played with them i remember yeah we went it was um it was our first tour 
and um the band before no age and uh we yeah. we um met up with them i think in like new orleans and played with them at this insane like warehouse party in new orleans which is so hot and just so you know just walking in just just standing there you're just covered in sweat but then you get like oh, yeah. 300 people in this, this warehouse and you're just melting yeah. And then we went out and got cheeseburgers or something or French fries afterwards and just we're talking with them. And I think we're all I think we're all just super starstruck too. Like, whoa, this is crazy. And it was our first, yeah. you know, US tour. And then um and then we uh all went back to the venue and just like, you know, had sleeping bags or not even sleeping bags or just whatever and just like fell asleep with sw- like in our sweat soaked jeans and <laughs> t shirts and just kind of all curled yeah. up on the floor or on the stage and just you know got six hours of sleep we had to drive the next day and then i think we played with them again in um atlanta and maybe one other one other show i think we did like three shows with them on that tour that's amazing and uh oh yeah it was totally (laughs) life-changing it's one of those things just be like you know one of the bands that plays before them so you see them all setting up you know what's going to happen but it's still like this is just cool this is just a fun thing to get to like you're as excited as everyone else yeah to see them like i can't wait to hit the last chord yeah yeah and it's kind of like being the washington generals you know (laughs) they are sort of the the harlem globetrotters of uh, of noise duos you know you know they're gonna you know they're gonna win but you're just so happy it's never you know it's never a feeling of like oh we're gonna be the best band on this bill you're like oh no no we're 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 gonna suck compared to this and no but but the best part is no one cares i think no one remembers you know any of the bands that played before him it was just like oh and then this insane thing erupted yeah yeah. Oh, it's so amazing. <laughs> well, I loved when, when they, he talked about when they were starting, uh, when he was starting to play music and they were draw they drew straws for instruments and he drew the short straw. So he had to play drums. It's great. Right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And it became like, he's, he's maybe one of the more, most insane drummers I've ever seen play. Yeah. I mean, like just, technically, but also just, there's nobody else that plays drums like that at all. Like the, it's completely his own thing. Yeah. Did you? Ever, you could hear it from like two seconds. You could be like, "Oh, it's Brian." Did you ever see Hella? They were a two piece from Sacramento. Kind of, oh, I've heard them. I haven't seen them play band. live. Yeah, they were a guitar and bass. The drummer for that band, Zach Hill, um, was was very much. You know, I think they were same way. Yeah, kind of, kind of contemporaries. Time yeah, kind of insanity. Um, yeah, it's amazing. When I love the two, like the two member band things. <laughs> when you guys are both like, oh, yeah, how many times did uh, someone ask you if you were like, if it was the White Stripes that made you start a band? Oh right, yeah. <laughs> they're like, uh, that was after us, but yeah, okay, sure, sure. yeah, yeah, sure. That's where we're going with this. Got it. Yeah. No, I think it's it's a, it's a tough one. You know what I mean? I think if you're a three piece, does everyone ask if you're Nirvana or yeah. Jimi Hendrix experience or something? Or that's just yeah. a more standardized thing. But or if you're a five piece, it's, it's, it's I guess you know they're still the. I think everyone's just looking for a hook, looking for something to write about. Like you're, yeah, you're a duo. That's weird. Yeah. So let's talk about wacky duos. You guys ever get in arguments? Yes. Right now. Um, yeah. We're about to. Um, yeah, but he's, yeah, it was definitely, yeah, I was, I was stoked. I think he also had a lot of great insight kind of on those early Fort Thunder days and with Matt Brinkman, who obviously, you know, I think it'd be great maybe with uh, next February, I can just kind of keep February the Providence month. We could do a part two yeah. next February, February 2025. Yeah. And uh, talk to Brinkman, and um, who's an incredible kind of comic artist and sort of fine artist in his own right and printmaker. 
But it sounded oh, like those, those two, when Chippendale and Brinkman got together and Brinkman was shared, sharing his like Japanese mixtapes. Did you yeah. catch that part of the story? I feel like that was, yeah. that was a crucial, crucial piece of the puzzle, I think, to what, what defined those early sort of Providence, Rhode Island um, uh, creative sort of bursts, you know, they definitely like built on these boredoms and Mersbau, kind of these harsh Japanese noise from the earlier 90s, late 80s, yeah. early 90s. And I think I mean, the I, artwork and everything, just kind of this insanity of that, this was like building off of those ideas. Totally. And I feel like it's always interesting because there's always those people. I'm not that person. I'm not the person that like finds new stuff and researches and gives it to people. I've never been that person, but I've always found myself in the same vicinity as those people and have been the curious enough one that people give me stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, oh, you like that? Oh, you would love. And I had a friend in college who like gave me a boredoms. I, I don't even know what it was at the time. A tape, maybe CD. I don't know. And I I remember listening to the boredoms and just going, I don't I don't know. I don't know what this is. I can't like I yeah, had no it's undefinable right You're no placement like, yeah. for it. And it was um, like some times kind of catchy and then sometimes it would just go off the rails and then and then um but he also gave me a nardwar oh God. like a nardwar great and and was like how are you i'm i mean i still try to think back then of like how are people even finding this stuff but i don't know he would get stuff or like longmont potion castle oh my god longmont oh tape. yeah and pickled and potato. It would, oh no, Longmont. <laughs> what was Longmont's? That was the. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah what it was, was so it? good. But it was always, anyway, yeah, those things good. would like float around, and then you'd always have the person that had them all. Like, oh, you don't have the Longmont tapes? Oh, oh yeah, I'll make you Longmont tapes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but that—that's so important. Like those people that are like the kind of. Um, I guess you would call it a curator, like a like a miniature cultural curator for group for your group of people. Yeah, that there's always the person, man or woman, or non-binary, that that gathers all of the interesting stuff and is able to like get all the stuff that you think you like, and they're like, no, 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 you, you don't. <laughs> like that. This is what you're gonna like. Here's the real version of that thing that you think is good. Here's the better version. And if you're if you allow yourself to o- open up to those type of people, I feel like that's the like that's the holy grail. Yeah. Like you find you find one or two of those people and just go, "Oh my god. Yeah, what what are you up to now?" <laughs> oh, well, have you I'm getting into architecture. <laughs> oh, really? What do you think about architecture? Well, here's this book that is from 1962 and it, I don't know. I I find that fascinating. So it's amazing to hear him and he was like, yeah, I was just kind of like listening to Metallica and whatever before that. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. They're totally just long. I think it's that age too. I think somewhere between, you know, 15 and 25 or, you know, 28. Yeah. You're just really wide open. Like, what is this? What is that? Like I might, I might be discovered my, my new favorite band. You get, yeah. you get past a certain age. You're like, Nope, the gate's closed. I have no more new favorite bands. Really- this is just you. Is this just you, Randy? Is it just me? People I still, I still love that. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just push random on, like even on Spotify and stuff. I'm like, you might like this. I'm like, I bet I will. <laughs> oh, I wish. And I'm like, hmm, I wish I, I do. Let do me that. fast forward to the next one. <laughs> Let me find a band that I've never heard of before. Oh my we god. found a band 
I wish I could. Do I mean, this. it helps because Lila's yeah. like Lila's really into music, and yeah. so she'll find stuff. Um, what did I play the other day? I put on randomly put on Cocteau Twins, who oh. I never really listened to, yeah. but someone mentioned them, and I'm like, I guess I should listen to that record. And Lila's like, I love this record, Cocteau Twins. I'm Amazing. Like, you know Cocteau Twins? <laughs> but she's like, Yeah, I listened to it on whatever. She was like listening to Herbie Hancock the other day. Oh, that's great. Um, but I, I feel but, like I can. So I'll, I'll say I, I can. I can discover older music still. I yeah. think I can still. I have, somehow I hold a. I hold a space in my heart in my mind for. For yeah. people, well, these were records that came before. Okay, I, I, I'm going to give them a pass. I just feel like the newer. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I think it definitely has something to do with just the years of um of making records and touring. I really oh, totally. just burned out. I'm like some kind of weird like music 100%. junkie that I just like burned out so much of my stuff. Like I can keep. Yeah. I can keep um a spot in my sort of creative psyche and heart for my own sort of music. It's like, I have yeah. to just kind of defend my own children, but yeah. I, I can't take care of everybody's children. Like there's too, yeah. there's too many out of control, unbehaved children in the world <laughs> at this very moment. So yeah. I can, I can take responsibility for the music and the children that I put out in the world. Yeah. But to have to listen, to listen to other people's music right now, that's contemporary and really give it any kind of like time or validation. It's just, it's just, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, know. I, hate, I don't mean to be such a hater. I mean, I definitely tell, I lie and tell people I love their bands all the time when I see them. Yeah. But I don't know oh, if I'm geez. able to. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. No, you know, no, I mean, I love every band <laughs> no, that we've ever played with. I love your band. Everybody, every, yeah. every band that I'm going to play with in the future, I, I very much love your band. You're my favorite band. Yeah. No, I don't know. I definitely, I love, I can, I can appreciate music. I think I just don't, I'm not, I guess I'm not looking for it. I don't know why. Yeah. I just, no, I, I totally understand. I mean, I think, I think, um, but I, I think what happens too with Lila will, um, like she she listens to this guy, um, Alex G. Have you heard of him? No. Like, but I guess he's been around for a little bit. I don't know. But anyway, I'm like, oh, it sounds like Modest Mouse, or it sounds like it's it's very sounds like yeah late '90s, early 2000s kind of Northwest. And what do you do? Emo, with but emo, emo, but not emo. Yeah. Well, and uh, I'll be like, oh, have you ever heard Blonde Redhead? Or have you ever heard Modest Mouse? Or have you ever heard whatever? And she'll be like, yeah, dad, of course. I listen to all that stuff. But she likes this guy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this okay. Yeah, you know what? Age. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it makes sense. But she found, she's like, dad, I found this band. Uh, and it was some band. She's like, they don't even have a thousand likes yet. Ooh, and it's like a big deal that's the thing so yeah i don't know a, a new i was story. like how'd you find it she's like i don't know i was just kind of looking around at bands i like and found this one i clicked on it and yeah it was a good song it was like some band from like eagle rock or something oh that's great and we tried to look them up i'm like they don't even have a web page that nice. oh, i guess you find things Very mysterious. like young kids all these young kids talking yeah talking making songs making music that sounds exciting though for some reason that sounds that sounds like oh, something totally i would love exciting. to hear about or i, I guess think that's it's awesome she I, brings me yeah. songs all the time i know i should say i'm not i'm not devoid of it i think i'm, I'm my heart is open my chakras are aligned my <laughs> my third eye is looking for new and interesting music i just think it hurts so bad to hear you just don't believe there is any new and interesting music no. <laughs> I think, I think it's possible. I think it is. I hold out, I, I hold out hope. I just don't think yeah. I, I don't fall in love as easily. You know what I mean? I'm definitely, I'm definitely an old, an old soul who is, who's loved a lot of bands very passionately for a long time. There would be, it would take a lot to, uh, to, to stir the, the cockles of, of my heart yeah. to get, but I also to get, really get something going, you know? 
I I also can just listen to things just to listen to them. I don't get annoyed super easy. So that's good. I can like I I used to listen to this show, this producer. I like a lot of hip hop stuff, and so um, I listened to this guy called Kenny Beats. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of him? No. It's a big producer guy, but he used to do this show every week, where it's like a live show on twitch or some streaming show and he would put up a sample and then you'd have to sign in and all these kids have like an hour to make a beat and then put it up and then at the end of the hour the ones the 10 with the most votes they play them and then he kind of like roasts them or they or whatever i could listen to that for (laughs) every day all day my whole life things i've never heard before it's like like 13 year olds playing beats in their room and like presenting them and then just getting either trashed or (laughs) or like oh my god this is amazing so i'm in that school of like i also just like listening to new uh whatever new stuff whether it's good or not i also sometimes realize that also you're like it's like radio it's like radio static it's like radio static for like 15 seconds or like changing radio and i don't even notice i'm like in somewhere else so yeah so whether i'm even listening to the new music or not i'm like really catching a vibe randy really what i'm what i'm into just out there just just just, just really catching a vibe man you you get your drip on get some riz (laughs) going and just just catch a vibe ride a wave yeah see we're taking i'm really yeah i'm really going for the riz uh i'm really (laughs) trying to go against my ops like just to destroy my ops and and um I'm I'm getting my riz up and um, that's kind of it. I'm just catching a vibe, you know. It's yeah. a vibe. Yeah, I love I love that your kids are definitely the generation next, you know, but you know, ahead of mine. So I feel like I'm yeah. I'm still in the like one child just wants to hear fart music, just everything yeah. with farts in it, and the other one yep. um, has has fallen in love with this one band when we just listen to every single song every time he gets the phone it's just uh, this one band i know the, the band same tim, same, i know what band songs. it's gonna be yeah. i know what band it's gonna be can i guess well have we talked about do this? Not, if, i don't even know if i want to out them i feel like i can i need to like i feel like if we may have even gone to see them oh my god <laughs> did we already talk about this already i forget if i even told you what it was maybe maybe because uh, it popped the, a certain band popped into my head so maybe you already told okay. me okay yeah we don't have to divulge maybe, maybe, maybe people can guess. yeah, yeah I'll keep it secret. people can guess so, yeah, it's, so it's I, a band you don't really want to talk yeah, about necessarily. So I have one band and then and then fart music. So I think a lot most of my time and then yeah. I'm not allowed to pick out any music. The second I try to like no. even propose the idea, like I, I have a, you know, not 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 small record collection that I've you know spent years curating, no. traveling around, and nothing. You know, I'm definitely not a, a I'm not a nerd. You know, I don't have good stuff or first pressings of things, but I have records I like. Yeah. And yeah. You know a lot of stuff. I, it it depresses me. So I've put them out on display because I hated not having them out, and now they're there, and they have a record player, and I have the speakers, I have a decent receiver, I have the whole setup, and I just the second I put something on, the kids just like lose their minds and won't we'll, like will rebel. They can tell like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm deriving joy from something that is not them, and they just instantly yeah. like want to break that. <laughs> yeah, they're just so like I must uh, put that away. So I know no. one day, one day I will, I will be allowed to experience joy from music again. But there, many life experiences have put me through, through my, put, have put me in my place of just shut up and smile, Dad. Have you ever, have <laughs> you ever thought song. of, <laughs> have you ever thought of going the opposite and saying the bands that you hate 
are actually the bands that you love and then trying to really push really bad music to them. So then they rebel and they're like, I wish this was Fugazi. They're like, <laughs> it worked. Oh my God. I can't, it's, 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 I'm too tired. I'm too, this is three yeah. dimensional chess. Three dimensional yeah. chess. I just can't even like, at this You'd point, I just, I just go, hey kids, look, there's a school. Yeah. You guys got to leave. Seven year old always wins. Everybody out of the car. Look at that. Oh, hey, what do yeah. you know? The, the radio yeah. stopped working. Like, no, just yeah. turn it back on. No, it's, it's just, it's not yeah. working right now. I don't know what happened. It's weird. We don't have the internet. Yeah. There's, oh, there's no yeah. streaming. The streaming oh. went down. Sorry, guys. I don't know. Just, oh, we're just going to sit here in silence a for a little while. Dad just needs some silence. Oh <laughs> I drove the other day, uh, decidedly not putting on the radio. Oh, yeah. For 20 minutes. It's a beautiful thing. It was weird. I realized <laughs> that I hadn't done that in uh, years, oh. probably. Oh, I And just sitting the there and going, I remember having like a tape in a, in like a car and then going, oh, I'm sick of this tape and just turning it off and being in silence for a little bit. And then it just really made me think of like, it hasn't been that long that we've been completely like, uh, ensconced in sound 24 seven in. Yeah. in sound or video or anything in, I mean, it hasn't been that long. Yeah, like twenty years. I brought right? a uh, thirty years. I brought a magazine into the bathroom with me, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this. This was great." It's weird. I feel like I grew up. I had two older brothers who were like eleven years older than me, ten and eleven years older, and we just yeah. had stacks. They were like bath the bathroom reading material. It was like the bathroom oh, library. Yeah. We had like stacks of skateboarding, surfer, you know, whatever surf magazines, all these different things. Like they were just there for Always. like months, years. And, you know, they would just, yeah. and a new one would go on top of it. The bottom ones would yeah. all get kind of water damaged and or like moldy and crusty. And then yeah. just new magazines would go on top of it. And then maybe at some point my mom would just throw them all away in the trash. But there was yeah. this, this constant, like, just re, there's always, there was always magazines in the bathroom. Or like a joke book. Oh, right. Yeah. It's always a joke book. <laughs> like, ooh, I have to learn some jokes. <laughs> but I mean, but that's, that's definitely a, that's a thing, a thing of the past. Well, that's what we were trying to, for for our class. Uh, one of the projects uh, that we were going to do is like a portrait, like shading. You know, learn how to shade faces. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> he was like, "Yeah, usually I bring in like a stack of magazines of like celebrities, of like People magazine and stuff that has big faces." Yeah. And uh, but he's like, "I don't have any. Do you have any?" No, I don't have any. And so they put like an email out to. And like no <laughs> one parents? responded. Does anybody have like no celebrity it's magazines? Like, no uh, no magazines. Doctors' here. offices. Yeah, used to have magazines. It's like a whole. I guess so. Yeah. Hair, hair well, styling we, places. You know, our barber shops or like no nothing. Yeah, like our dentist's office has had the same three magazines oh. on the table for six months. I <laughs> noticed you, last time we went in, I was like, "That's hey. from uh, that's from June." Wow, it's good oh. to know Celia Ward won an Emmy. This is great. <laughs> I, um, I was gonna, I was gonna say that I realized the difference. There, there is a clue to the difference of Mudvayne and uh, <laughs> and let's, let's to bring it back. Let's close that to, job, yeah. To, yeah. There's a clue to to what the difference of Mudvayne and Lightning Bolt is when. Um, <laughs> Brian, because this, this is, is actually one of the joke. best. What's the difference? What's the difference between a mud vein? Yeah. What's the difference between a mud vein and a lightning bolt? Um, but uh, that one of the best things when he was talking about his art was that he l- loves the process. He likes putting his artwork through all of these different processes, so it slowly 
either kind of ruins it or puts like a randomness into it or puts something that's not that that was unexpected and it puts it through this process so by the time that that he gets to this final um the final stage of the artwork that it's gone through its own journey that he kind of put it through like he put the work through a journey yeah. Now my cat is sitting here. She's like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, like me. I'm love a two-third journey. But then, but that's the difference. Like Lightning Bolt has this process that it seems like all those songs went through some crazy journey and it was not set up in some really clean, structured way to be this thing that was going to be done at the end and we're going to know exactly what it's going to sound like. That they just put the whole thing through a journey and then it has to do with the journey of the music and the sound and the effects, but also the artwork and how the artwork he even kept talking about that first record as, well, you know, the yellow record. <laughs> it's like, well, we did the yellow record first. And then, and to think of it as that is like, you're thinking of it as like an artwork. Yeah. Um, well, it's an expression. That, it's a process. Yeah. Almost, you know, like a Jackson Pollock painting is just the result of, of an action. And so you right. just so all you can see is the thing that happened afterwards. It's almost like the records are similar to yeah. that. Like it's this is the results. The, the, it's the music that was recorded based on the performance of them playing, but they're not really written out as like three and a half minute pop songs with a chorus, right? And a verse and a repeating thing and a hook. And, yeah, you know, yeah. And I think that's the thing that Joel said too when he was just talking about his when he realized when he kind of changed his style of artwork that it became more about or the journey of making the actual piece and what he went through to, to make the piece and come up with the idea and finish it is as important as the final piece. And like that whole journey was what the actually, maybe what was like the importance of it or like put a soul in it or whatever. Yeah, no, I think that's, yeah, it it definitely gets into this abstract art kind of world of, and I never thought of Fort Thunder being a place that housed lightning bolts. <laughs> I never, I never right. put those two things yeah. together. He's like, well, it's called Fort Thunder, you know, cause we were lightning bolt. And so he just named it Fort Thunder. Cause that's where lightning bolts are. <laughs> like, Oh my God. Of course it is. That's where lightning bolt lives at Fort Thunder. Lightning bolt lives at Fort Thunder. <laughs> of course it does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I mean, another thing I forgot to bring up with Brian too, but, um, was it, he has an amazing solo thing he does called Black Puss, which is really cool. Oh, it just basically yeah. sounds like one half of, of uh, Lightning Bolt, just the drums and voice and stuff, whether he has other did, loops and things going too. This is incredible. Did you ever watch his Instagram lives like during the oh, pandemic? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely tuned in for oh, some Oh, my of God. Them. Yeah, we played with Brian Solo a few times too. Oh, did you? Stuff. Yeah, oh. it's great. It's insane. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I would just see like he would – I feel like it, it must have been on Instagram. He'd pop up. And you click it, and he's just like there with his drums and his like stuff, and it's like, and it's like, it's like this says it's been going for twenty seven minutes. <laughs> oh my god, I, I just came into the twenty seventh minute. Oh my god, it's like, amazing. It's like it just just gets shot out of a cannon <clears throat> every ten seconds. But I feel like also he just started a Patreon. Oh yeah, that I don't think. Um, yeah, I I just remembered that too when that it popped up and that he was asking questions. He was like asking other artists and musicians, like what kind of different things they're doing online to kind of keep people engaged and finding ways to, for him to, 
kind of keep making artwork and yeah. selling comics his and art's stuff. Incredible. And so I think I've wanted to buy oh, his art for done. so long. And it was, I think it was during the pandemic, he was selling stuff for relatively affordable prices, but I was just, yeah. but I was also like in the depths of like poverty myself. I was like, Oh, yeah. I wish I that'd be so much fun to spend a hundred dollars and get this amazing cool piece. But I was also like, Oh my God, I need that hundred dollars right now. I can't. <laughs> I can't yeah. Yeah. His stuff's amazing. But I think, yeah. Yeah, and so I believe that he just started a Patreon, maybe even like just a couple of weeks ago. Amazing, amazing. Well, anybody that's listening to this, definitely go check out Brian Chippendall's Patreon. Go check out Lightning Bolt Records if you don't already have them. But, um, but yeah, support these guys. They need. Yeah, and play it loud if you're uh, young and your parents are in the house. <laughs> I know. I feel like I should. If make it's a- too loud, you're too old. I feel like I should make a reaction video of me playing Lightning Bolt for my kids. Yeah, just them like how like within milliseconds like there's no farts in this Dad. <laughs> well i'll pull up i'll pull up like dropping lila off for high school and she'll open the door and then every once in a while i'll just blast the music like oh. whatever is on it'll be like lightning bolts or something she's like dad, dad seriously turn it down come on seriously turn it down like <laughs> turn it down i'm like no this is cool. cool everyone's gonna think i'm cool they're like they are not gonna think you're cool <laughs> they're not they're gonna think you're crazy that's I'm like best. I know, but that's like that's the cool part. That's you want cool. The crazy dad. That's the cool part. Yeah, yeah. I'm you want buying you, you cool you points to... here, babe. <laughs> yeah, you don't want you don't want everybody to think they know who I am. <laughs> Come well, on, they know who you are. Yeah, you're Lila's dad. You, you yeah, you were the guy that had uh, all the little oh, loud radio guy. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. Funny, so cool. All right, yeah. well, um, we will. Wish everybody a happy President's Day. Go out there, support your favorite president, and yes. uh, make sure you're all registered to vote in this next election. And uh, do whatever the fuck you're supposed to do for that. Because yeah, support the president of your local union. Maybe <laughs> that is that those kind of presidents. Just all presidents. This is, I think yeah. you're supposed to any buy, president. You're supposed to buy a mattress today. Is what's actually really supposed to happen. Oh, that's right. Make sure you go and get a deal on a brand new car. And Abraham Lincoln. Four point five percent financing. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln wants you to get a new mattress and a new Toyota. Uh, because nothing else mattress. That's it. Uh, nothing really mattress. Anyone can see. <laughs> can see. All right. All right. Uh, have a good one. We will see you next time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>